welcome to London Runway Style. Each episode, we look at a catwalk collection or article you can find in our pages. So if you want to listen with a visual aid, head to londonrunway.co.uk for a digital or print copy. Today, we're looking at issue 66 and Alexander McQueen, Romantic Darkness by Cecilia Brognoli. Alexander McQueen, founder of the eponymous company, was born in 1969 in Lewisham. His father was a Scottish taxi driver who instilled in him a deep love for his homeland, and his mother was a social science teacher. In addition to Scotland, one of his passions and artistic inspirations was birds. In fact, as a young man, he was a member of the Young Ornithologists Club. McQueen was not very keen on school, and at the age of 16 he dropped out to devote himself to tailoring. He immediately landed in the famous Savile Row, by chance or talent, where he did an apprenticeship. Between the ages of 16 and 20, he had many work experiences. For example, he worked as a theatrical costumier for Angels and Burmans, where he created the costumes for the Les Miserables show. After that, he moved to Milan, working for Romeo Gigli, and later returned to attend Central St. Martins. In fact, given his innate talent, he coveted the position of pattern cutter tutor, However, he was too young to teach. In 1992, he enrolled in an MA. His graduation collection, called Jack the Ripper Stalks His Victims, was a reckless success. In fact, the stylist Isabella Blow bought all the outfits. She had a massive influence on the future success of the British designer. She persuaded him to use his middle name, Alexander. This was a marketing strategy and, at the same time, a trick to prevent the job centre he was affiliated with from finding out he was working. Blow was a mentor for Alexander McQueen and she offered him her home basement. According to her, this would have given Alexander a safe working and living space without struggling financially and losing his focus on fashion. McQueen initially took inspiration for all of his collections from famous films. Taxi Driver, his first post-graduation collection, was based on Martin Scorsese's film. This was a real success, as it introduced the Bumsters, also known as low-rise jeans. McQueen's runways have always been bold and provocative, so it's not a coincidence that he was called the hooligan of English fashion. The designer, creative but with a complex personality, presented the fashion show Nihilism featuring models covered with fake blood and bruises. In 1994, McQueen met Katie England and decided to make her his right-hand man, or rather his advisor. The first collection they worked on together was The Birds, a roadkill-themed catwalk featuring tyre marks, paying homage to Alfred Hitchcock's film. McQueen's fame, a misunderstood genius, collected many negative reviews over the first years. However, his fame spiked when Madonna wore her Bumsters jeans in an MTV advert in 1994. Fake blood appeared very often on McQueen's catwalks. In fact, Highland Rape, a collection aimed at exposing Scotland's rape at the hands of England, was a mix of fake blood and torn apart clothes. Unfortunately, not everyone understood the show's true meaning, and McQueen was accused of misogyny as many thought it referred to the rape of women. Creating a stir seemed like a hobby for McQueen, who was later accused of exalting slavery, sexualising women, and being a lover of horror. After the first few years of controversy, McQueen landed in the graces of musical celebrities. 
He designed the wardrobe for David Bowie's 1997 tour, which includes the Union Jack coat. He also worked with Björk, directing her music video Alarm Call and designing a topless dress. At the age of 30, McQueen was named head of design for Givenchy, following the departure of John Galliano. The Count Hubert de Givenchy was by no means happy with this, considering McQueen utterly inappropriate for his fashion house. McQueen's debut for Givenchy was with the Spring-Summer 1997 collection, an homage to ancient Greece. As refined as it was, teeming with white and gold, it differed from Galliano's lavish collections. Back in London, he designed the It's a Jungle Out There collection, inspired by gazelles daily hunted by lions. He empathised a lot with these Savannah victims. Although he felt oppressed by the fashion industry with its negative reviews on his past collections, the new one was a success. He rode the wave of positive reviews and started to play a lot also with set design. Indeed, his spring-summer 1998 collection, Untitled, was presented on a catwalk made of water and yellow lights, while the next one had a masked model standing in a circle of fire. McQueen didn't actually leave Givenchy peacefully. In fact, he was fired. In 2000, he signed an agreement with Gucci selling 51% of his own company. The Italian and French brands were rivals, and for this reason, Givenchy dismissed him. This was the only strategy to revive Alexander McQueen's brand, which soon opened boutiques worldwide, expanding to perfume, eyewear, accessories, and menswear. With considerable financial backing from Gucci, McQueen continued with his bold and provocative runways. His last public appearance was during the Paris Fashion Week in February 2009, when he presented Plato's Atlantis collection. The show was supposed to be broadcast live on the internet, but the site crashed when Lady Gaga tweeted about the upcoming show. McQueen had a twisted personality, often felt misunderstood by others, and was almost pathologically introverted. He committed suicide, as did his mentor Isabella Blow, who died in 2007, at his home in Mayfair in 2010. At the time, he only had very few uncompleted pieces for his autumn-winter 2010 collection, which were finished by his team. A handful of fashion editors attended that show, and then reported how creepy it was to perceive McQueen's obsession with the afterlife, just by observing those 16 outfits. Gucci's financial support ensured the continuation of the brand, and by Sarah Burton, McQueen's assistant, who was appointed creative director. Burton designed Catherine Middleton's wedding dress, and won the prize designer of the year during the 2011 British Fashion Awards. Although McQueen's ready-to-wear is now much more famous than his first runways, I recommend you to check out the incredible shows created by McQueen himself. His show's setting was not just a contour to his clothes, but an externalisation of the designer's disturbances and obsessions that could not be recreated in fabric and haberdashery. This episode of London Runway Style was presented by me, Chief Editor Rhiannon de Verg. You can find full issues, as well as interviews, articles, trend reports and more at londonrunway.co.uk and follow us at London Runway Mag on most social media channels. Until next time, enjoy. Enjoy.